Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. How's everybody doing? Well, I'm good. Anyone else? I don't think anyone else can answer you. Okay. All right. I don't think we want to make it available for Um, people to participate live. I would like to make this interactive, and I'd like people to join the conversation. All right. Hit us up on our Discord that doesn't exist, I guess. (laughs) Should Should we Twitch these? Should we Should be Twitched? Is that how this works? Oh, God, why? Is that how we should do it? People <laughs> want to see it. Let me describe. Sometimes I'll paint a word picture for you. Here we go. I'm wearing a blue t-shirt. It says Mr. Dr. Porthauser. That's a Tony Kornheiser joke. Okay. Um, And I got some blue Nike uh, athletic shorts on. And uh, I got uh, a lime, a lime flavored bo- boobly. Bubbly, boobly. I got a oh, fizzy brand, boobly brand fizzy water. And uh, I got my yellow, I got my yellow pad here, ready to take some sweet fucking notes. Is that the only kind of fizzy water they have at the Piggly Wiggly, or do you have a loyalty (laughs) to that brand for some reason? I don't shop at the Piggly Wiggly unless I am walking past the Piggly Wiggly and need things. My real shopping trips are at Kroger or Publix. Or Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, okay? Is okay. that okay with you? I guess so. No, you know I got that LaCroix. La Katie's going to be mad jealous when she hears you got a Publix. Oh, hell yeah, we got a Publix and they deliver. They oh, deliver. God. deliver. She would get, she would get uh, deli sandwiches delivered all the time. They deliver she so much. She loves those sandwiches for whatever reason. They deliver to me so much. Now I just open the door downstairs when they get here and I say to them, Deliverance. And they don't know what it. They don't know what I'm talking about, but I say it at them. Well, they haven't stopped. No, they still show up for the money. I think. I think it's for the money. Yeah, they are teaching you a bad lesson about what you can and cannot do to delivery people. Yeah, I'm just gonna start throwing money at them and saying, "Give me groceries, you whore." Perfect. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, it's a mailbag today. I got like a brown hoodie on. No oh. one cares. Oh, all right. I was getting kind of into that. Uh, brown is not a color you hear that often on a hoodie. Oh, yeah. It's just a plain brown. It's probably a C9 by Champion from Target hoodie. But brown, though. I don't I don't even know if I've ever seen a brown hoodie outside of, like, maybe someone on a Bowling Green, on the Bowling Green sideline had one. I guess. Theirs was probably adorned with writing. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. And a brick red t-shirt. Ooh. Yeah. I'm drinking a Langer's Organic Blood Orange Sparkly Water. <laughs> oh, look at us! Yeah. Hey! We're the, we're the Fizzy Bros. Or as it says, perfectly unsweetened Fizzy Water. Oh, they even call it Fizzy. Um, um, they do call it Fizzy the, bu- the Boobly says lime... Oh, that's uh, it says Boobly Sparkling Water Lime Boobly uh, Lime Flavor with other natural flavors. 
Well, there you go. Also, there's one of these bubbles. They have a lot of painted bubbles on the camp. One of these bubbles says, I feel like I can be open around you. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> sounds like something that would be on a bag at Daiso. <laughs> yeah, right? And the little tab uh, is green, and it says, oh, hi. That's nice. So there you go. This is one of those tall boy 12-ounce cans. Mm. You know the one. Tall and skinny. Tall and skinny. Yeah. Exactly. I like those. Yeah. That's a good form factor. Does it do something about with the fizziness? Does it matter? I don't know why sometimes those come that way. I would expect that they would stay fizzy longer. Okay. Just because there's less surface area for the gas to escape. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but okay. By brother date. Let's jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. On the 13th, Ryan writes, at Brother Date at Ben C. Town has a good point. Oh, ben, he just means Ben has a good point. Why not full auto? Doesn't seem to have a lot of recoil. Oh, he's talking about that phaser rifle. Yeah. For a second, even... I thought it, the whole tweet was Ben has a point, and then I was going to be pretty upset. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with the phasers is that on set, everyone is just pointing a dumb prop at whatever, and what the phaser does when they push the button is entirely determined by whoever does the VFX that day. That's exactly right. And so it's not at all consistent what they can and can't do. It's actually one of the worst handled things on Star Trek, because you often get stuff, whenever the phasers are involved, you get stuff like the guy will stand there for four seconds waiting to get shot. Yep. Like they told him, can you please make this real easy for the effects people? <laughs> so just kind of stand there waiting. Listen, phasers only go in straight lines, and we have to make sure that the guy's pointing at least a little bit at you, or this is going to look dumb. <laughs> Although they often auto-aim. Yeah. Uh, or, but no, also... they do. They stand there for a couple of seconds, and then they throw themselves back over a barrel, right? That's exactly right. And then maybe if the some sparks will shoot out of somewhere, like um, like they're the Power, Power Rangers or something. Yeah. Um, but also, I've never seen anyone pantomime like recoil or anything. I've never seen anyone be like, and, like shake all around when they're firing. No, it does. It does not seem to have recoil. Which <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, theoretically, probably violates some physical law. So, I mean, light actually exerts pressure. Yeah, there's something in there that is being yeah. uh, ejected with force. I mean, there's like. It's kind of a, there should be some momentum of shooting what must be just a huge amount of energy. Yeah. Out of the whatever. Out of the dumb emitter or whatever. Yeah, who cares? It doesn't matter. Don't none of this matter. Okay. Um, but the other problem with full auto is I don't think to this point the phasers have shot discrete particles. It's just and I don't know what full, what full auto means with a beam. Yeah, I don't know. On the 13th, Ryan writes, uh, at Brother Date, at Shannon, I'm definitely a fan of the Orville. Okay. Next tweet, don't recall any singing, but I could just be forgetting. Next tweet, it's basically a Star Trek sitcom for all practical purposes. Also, I may have said that before. That's also what the ads always looked like. Yes. Next tweet, what I like best about it, though, to be honest, is the way they tackle some pretty heavy topics. Okay. It is, um... It is That is work that you think of Star Trek as doing, but it is pretty rare that they actually do it, we are discovering. This project has revealed how often the episodes are not about anything. I mean, there were, you know, we've had some big ones in the early, 
episodes of each series like uh hey women are just as good as men i think was one you came up with pretty early yeah but um unfortunately at least half of the ones we've given takes to we have manufactured entirely oh they're they're pretty cooked well it's like there will be an episode about how racism is nonsense yeah in tos we haven't hit it yet and it's just one episode yeah the famous ones the ones you remember tend to have the crystallized takes yes otherwise it's just some shit happened on the 13th, he writes, at Brother Date, if it makes you feel any better or worse, my favorite Tabasco is Chipotle. Makes me feel worse. I don't like the smokiness of the Chipotle. Yeah. That's all. Just it's not my favorite flavor of those uh, of those sorts of peppery flavors. I... The thing about it is... I think that those, the the smoky ones, and there are other hot sauces that have smoky versions too. Yeah. I think that the <clears throat> smoky ones are best in the context of the regular one. Like as a, I always have the regular one. This time I'm going to have the smoky one. But that means I never want a whole bottle of any of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, I had an old boss who called it Chipotle. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was because he couldn't read or because he couldn't talk. Yeah. If you if you lived in California and had Jack in the Box commercials in the 90s, you learned how to say Chipotle. That's right. But if you didn't. That was a phase that happened long before the Sriracha phase. It was just a thing where suddenly there was a burrito restaurant in your town called it and mm-hmm. everyone had to go. What well, is now, that? What's this? What is this word? Is this Aztec? What is it? I don't know how to say it. Yeah, Chipotle. He also said ambulance. He was from Maryland. He's, he was kind of an idiot. Oh, Maryland's one of the worst ambulance of the states. Uh, Ryan Ryan's sriracha is delicious on many things and definitely on eggs. Yeah, I believe that. Probably pretty good. I probably had it on eggs too. Then he says, "Remind me when slash how you burned a hole in your esophagus." I just have uh, reflux. Yeah, he's got and, that acid reflux. Yeah, I got that acid reflux. And it's one of those things where you don't know you have it until one day you're like, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> and then it's just, you're not. It's just you just burned a hole in your esophagus and your whole body's like, this sucks. Everything sucks now. Yeah. And then you have to eat like nothing but unbuttered toast for the next two weeks while your body heals itself. Just to keep painting the word picture, I do have a bottle of Alka-Seltzer chews right here on the desk next to me. (laughs) Those chews are pretty good, by the way. I eat a lot of spicy food, and um, I just need it around me in general, just in case. Just in case I have a a reflux situation. What I love about that, and I'm the same way, by the way, is that I just keep antacids around, is I love saying, this food that I eat is not good for me. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am going to keep eating it. I'm going to eat an entire another plate. Just two plates. Pepper plant is good, Ryan writes, but I don't think people outside the Bay Area go apeshit for it. I don't think people inside the Bay Area go apeshit for it. It's just available here. I hadn't even heard of it till you talked about it. Yeah. So I have not even tried it yet. I was going to buy some on Amazon and totally forgot. I'm going to put that on my list. Then he says, oh, I like anyone's tomatoes if they're fresh. Okay. Um, I guess maybe we accused him of trying to p- pimp his own tomatoes. 
Is that what was yeah, happening? Like he's trying to sell his tomatoes on our on our podcast. <laughs> Does he sell them? Does he sell his tomatoes? I don't think so. Can you <laughs> like? Can you say how much money can, can you, you make us selling like twenty to tomatoes? People to buy your fucking tomatoes. He doesn't have enough. He doesn't have like a full crop. He's just like got well, he doesn't some have plants. enough to have a, a relationship with a grocery store for sure. <laughs> sell his twenty. So can, can you imagine like going to work as if it's uh, Girl Scout cookie season or? What are the other ones that people do? Um, they used to do magazine subscriptions or candy my, bars. Yeah, my kids sell them candy this or bars. that, but you're just like, who wants to buy my tomatoes? Got tomatoes from my garden. <laughs> $5 a pint. Who's buying? The boy version of that, and I don't remember what it used to be for, whether it was for Boy Scouts or for like baseball teams or whatever it was, was those candy bars that were cr- crazy overpriced. This oh, is a plain expensive. fucking chocolate bar. Please pay me $3.50 for it. Also, this one has those little crisps in it, like it's a crunch bar or whatever. Uh, and that one costs five fifty. So fucking pay up. Is the chocolate good? Not especially. Not tastes like a little bile-y. That's I mean it's chocolate. Kinda tastes like bile. It's not Hershey's. Chocolate. So if you don't know how to get any other kind of chocolate, you might like this. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it would be great if you were selling your tomatoes or if you're like, oh, my, for my daughter's class, they're selling tomatoes. Do you want a box of tomatoes? Who wants my tomatoes? Some of these are yellowish. I don't know what kinds of variety of tomatoes there are. I know uh, they got different colors. Yeah, so the two that you always see are the beefsteak tomato, that's right. the round one. Ah, uh, yeah. And the Roma tomato, that's the one that looks like a big Christmas light, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. And then you got, like, such as uh, plum, grape, cherry tomatoes, all those Yeah, little, but I don't know ones. if those are different varietals, or they just pick them earlier, or what the deal is, and I've never been able to learn the correct size and Yeah, which one is order. which, yeah. Because, like, the one... The one that you see is a cherry tomato most of the time. It, it looks like a grape to me. Is it and, and that, is it vice versa? I mean, are like the grape maybe, tomatoes sort of cherry shaped? Yeah, it could be. But since I don't like to eat raw tomatoes, I have never. I'm sure that I could learn it. It can't be any harder than learning Korean. <laughs> In King of Casino, was there a, a Casino tomato? There was Casino the apple. Sure, yeah, I know. I know that. There was I lived uh, in there. Apple had a good a, combination of, of a good question. tables with the right ante amounts, poker tables that with the, the I think we liked the thousand dollar antes because we were fucking high rollers like that. Um and then like a uh, good size too, because I like to be in a big one. You know, for the atmosphere. Uh this dumb shit says there are 15 different casinos. Can that be right? I believe that. You'd go all over town and there'd be like pineapple and banana and fucking... It's probably like such as a kiwi. I don't remember. It's, it's Why were they so all named odd. after fruit? In my mind, there were four casinos. <laughs> and one of them was definitely apple. Why were they named after fruit, though? Seriously, why? Uh, There's a real good question. There are no FAQs on GameFAQs. I'm not surprised by that because I tried to do some Turbo Graphics, um, sorry, some Final Lap Twin research earlier and could not find anything like reliable. I could find people talking about it. Three posted cheats. 
Ooh, there were cheats? To continue the game, oh. hold the 1 and 2 button and press run on the game over screen. Wow, if you just straight ran out of money? Yeah. What's the difference between doing that and just resetting? I mean, you ran out of money. That's a good question. I guess you'd be 50 days in? Do yeah, they keep track of time? I don't know, but you don't have any money. So, like... They must have to give you another 5000 to start <laughs> or Just whatever. start over with your regular 5000 <laughs> But at the password cheat. screen, you can enter this one password to have... Nine million nine hundred ninety thousand dollars and easily win the game. Yeah, you could uh, buy the casino, and that way, um, Big Mick, Big Mac, Big Mick. What's, what's uh, that? Mickey D. Mickey D. That's Mickey is, D. Yeah, he's Big Mick's from Final Lap Twin. Uh, yeah, you could buy the casino and stop all the gangster stuff from Mickey D. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Uh, so since there's no strategy guides, I cannot tell you all if right. there was a tomato casino maybe there'll be a let's play i can find somewhere there won't be no there are let's plays i just can't watch one during the podcast uh then he writes salt pepper sometimes olive oil or basil now i don't know what that refers to at all probably still tomatoes right yeah it could be that's what he does with his uh tomats i guess shannon is exactly right about my love for instant mashed potatoes he writes with lowry's of course (laughs) And then he writes a brand new sentence in the English language. So many good memories of midnight mashed potatoes. <laughs> midnight mashed potatoes was a regular occurrence at his place. You, it's like, um, you know, in college basketball, when before the season starts, they have midnight madness where everybody holds a big open practice at midnight and all the people come down to the gym and watch the basketball all over the country at all the universities. That's real. That happens. His was like that, but it was like every week and it was Midnight Mashed Potatoes, where he'd open his door and invite people to come watch him eat instant mashed potatoes at midnight. He'd have a lot of good memories if that was true. He would. That's true. Then on the 13th, he writes, man, why can't we have poutine here? Make your own, bro. I'm sure there's somewhere in the Bay Area you can get poutine. Yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of food, but poutine's not even, look, I'm just going to be real. Can I be really real right now? Yeah, you've How real been to Montreal, you've had poutine. How real am I allowed to be on this show? I'd say fully real. Okay, Don't I'm, say the N-word. I'm going to try to kill my father. I'm going to be really real right now. We went to Montreal, and we went to poutine places to get poutine. It's places that specialized in poutine. It's not good anywhere, because you get some cheese curds that don't taste like anything, because the curd ain't good enough. Okay? It's got, like, right. no flavor. Right, cheese some, curd is the worst form of cheese. Yeah, it's just Everyone nothing. knows this. It's a little rubbery nothing. So you get some little rubbery nothings on some fries drenched in some gravy. So you got some soggy gravy fries. And gravy ain't the best thing on fries. So I, I gravy don't... Gravy is... I don't need it. Gravy is the worst example of white people food. <laughs> like, if that's all you've had, if you grew up in a real white family... Sure. You like gravy. Gravy's pretty good. Guilty as charged, yeah. But... Bless you. Bless you. But. (laughs) (laughs) But about that gravy. But every other culture has a better liquid that you could put on something. Yeah, gravy's not. um, And again, especially not on fries. You want something that's more um, congealy. It has a different different kind of uh, texture and consistency. The gravy... Just wets it all up and it gets all soggy and gross. You just go. I, I mean, mean, here's wet ass French fries. Here's top top of the dome for me. Indian poutine 
It's it's French fries with uh, just like ch- chicken tikka masala gravy. I like that. And paneer cubes. That sounds see, but paneer cube is basically a curd, but like a little better. It's got a little bit of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's better. I forget the different varieties we had when we were in Montreal, but we kept trying because you know Marjan. She gets on like a magic quest. And then you're just, you're on it, and that's the trip. Vietnamese poutine. It's french fries covered in peanut sauce. Ooh. That could be good. And then, um, I guess probably mint and cilantro and mung beans on the top, right? Like, it wouldn't yeah. be cheese at all. It's Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there would not be a lot of dairy in there. Yeah. So, you know, poutine's fine. So, so I mean, so gravy is the best flavor-bearing liquid that the English were capable of coming up with, Mm -hmm. given that no spices grow in England. That's right. Because it's too cold and wet. But that's okay, because they got got all the other good food, you know. When my flights were delayed at the Calgary airport last month, Mm -hmm. I did one of the only things that was open. I did not eat there, but one of the only things that was open was a Burger King. And I did notice that you could poutine size your meal. Wait, that's Burger a King. size? Yeah. Well, it replaces the fries with poutine, obviously. Okay. Uh, and I did not opt to because I thought, I'm not going to eat Burger King poutine, no, whatever that is. It's got to be pretty nasty. That's like eating the chili at Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> no one who listens to this podcast would do that. <laughs> um, yeah, you made a good choice not to do that. Yeah. Uh, I had poutine once in India, and it had broccoli in it. God, that's so weird. And it was at a nautical-themed American restaurant. (laughs) They understand us so well. It was kind of like the Yankee Harbor section of Great America. Does that make sense? (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that you could buy poutine there with broccoli in it, and also they were mostly playing 1980s Madonna songs inside the restaurant. Like real Americans. Pretty much. Like real America, the heart of America, where the real Americans are. Anyway, uh, uh, four and a half stars. If you're in uh, Pune, go to that one restaurant. I don't know the name of it. The other thing that we had uh, when we were in Montreal that we kept seeing advertised everywhere was... Um, shit, what, was the, what did they call it? Uh, it was basically corned beef, but they called it... Montreal. Smoked meat? Smoked, what do they call yeah, it? Yeah, maybe it was just smoked meat. Yeah, smoked meat. It was corned beef. Right, but there was they have, like, there is a there is a a Montreal product that is a special kind of they, they call it meat, and that's no good. <laughs> that's right, smoked meat. I think it's brisket technically, right. and they should call it brisket, but they call it smoked meat. And we had some, and it was just corned beef, and we're like, "This is corned beef. I know what this is. I've had this before." But they were like, it was on every menu and every place. Like that's that's a big thing up there too. That in cathedrals, a lot of cathedrals. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Catholics, you know. That's where our family's Catholicism came from. Yeah, we saw some bonkers. Uh, okay, so you know when you go in to some places, touristy places, and they give you the headset, and it'll give you like the tour in any language you want or whatever? Uh, yep. We had a bonkers one in one of those cathedrals about how the, like, the history of it, how it came to be built, and all the uh, people involved. And all those people were bad guys, and they were just saying it. They were just like, also, <laughs> he beat his wife. And you're just like, huh? <laughs> like, what? 
Who you're wrote like, this? God told him to beat her. And you're like, all right, I don't understand what's happening right now. Um, but that was another Marjan thing. But she wanted to see all the cathedrals. So. <clears throat> on the 13th, we're still on the 13th. Ryan wrote, we're doing the ugly produce box now. Okay. Getting our taters in the mail. Yeah, I used to do that. We we were trying to force ourselves to like buy and use produce, so we did that. We got one of them farm, local farm uh, boxes, yeah. and we would let so many vegetables go bad in the fridge. So we yeah we had a, we had a CSA for a while, but they didn't even deliver it to our house. I had to go over to the Campbell Community Center what? once a week and pick it up. Oh, I would never have done that. Yeah, that wasn't great. That wasn't the best aspect of it. That's the devil's work. And you know, sometimes it meant. We had to figure out. Oh, there's a there's a fucking there's a huge daikon in here. Guess we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> That's right. You go on taste spotter. I like daikon, like, but this is so much. Like a whole one is so much daikon. Daikon recipes. Yeah, that's tough. Um, so but we it, did it for a while. It didn't work though. We tried. We were like, this is gonna make us eat vegetables, and like uh, invariably, what would happen is we'd it just wait. made your garbage smell worse because <laughs> of the rotting produce in it. We'd wait. And we'd be like, we have to use these, and we'd just make a big salad. Just follow the yeah. ingredients in the box, and be like, "Well, I guess that was an okay salad." But more than more often than not, there was stuff left in the fridge going bad. Ryan writes, "Kiwi is awesome, and I should eat it more." Okay, you know what? Let us know if you do. Let us know if you solve the problem of how annoying it is to have to peel it. Yeah, next time you eat a kiwi, make sure you write in. Oh, please do. I hope this fucker. If this guy buys a kiwi tonight, I'm gonna be pumped. Kiwi madness. Midnight Kiwi. I don't know. Then here's another sentence that probably has never been said before in the English language. So far, have not found a melon I enjoy. Wow. This dude straight up doesn't like watermelon? Any me- Yeah, it includes watermelon, apparently. That's kind of crazy. Everybody likes watermelon, and if they don't, they weirdly do like one of the other melons. And who doesn't like one but not both? I don't know. I'm the only person who likes both, I think. Of oh, honeydew and, and honeydew. Yeah, yeah. God, honeydew is a delicious, delicious melon. It's a good melon. What the hell? No melons. That's so weird. Yeah. You that know, melons aren't they in the same family as like uh, squashes? I don't know. They look like them. Does that I've, count? I, yes. Yeah, they're I was. In the, they're in the same family as cucumbers. Cucumbers are technically melons. That's how I. Uh, that's how I classify things. It's just generally what they look like. Uh, I mean, more than once in my life, I've meant to buy a cucumber and bought a zucchini instead. And that oh, was a yeah. Big disappointment. No, no, that still gets me sometimes. I'll see something in the fridge and I'll go, oh, what do we got here? A cute nuts, a zucchini. You ever take a bite <laughs> out of a raw zucchini because you expected a cucumber? Yeah, not delicious. Not good. No. Yeah, I think that happened last time we had a zucchini. I grabbed it. I was like, oh, what is this? A cuke? And then every time you do it, you're like, ah, they don't even look that similar. Nope. Yeah, no. I really, can... I saw what I wanted to see you when I grabbed this zucchini. At least be able to tell by the stock. Yeah, very different. <laughs> you should at least be able to see that and go, oh, I know which one this is. But I had cute blindness. I just went in there looking for a cucumber. I didn't even know we had a cucumber, but when I thought we had one, I was pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, he's digging Barry's taste in video games, body. I yeah. can't, I don't can't worry do the translation it. in real time, I guess. Didn't didn't What's-Her-Name say she doesn't even say it? Yep. Our, yeah, uh, our correspondent. Our, our, does she have a project right now? Did we not give her one? We need to give her a project if she doesn't have one. Let's think about that. 
Yeah. Uh, she hasn't done the Phantom Toll Booth yet, has she? Wait, didn't she? Shit. <laughs> this is, I think this happened to me too. Where <laughs> I forgot that she had done one of them already. Kill a lot of dogs or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't. No, that was That's where not, the red fern grows. Wasn't Phantom Toll Booth the one before that? Yeah. <sighs> Shit, I don't know, man. Yeah, okay. She did where the red fern grows on January 21st. Yeah. Uh, Marjan suggested Bridge to Terabithia at around the same time. Yeah, Marjan was mad that I didn't name all of the suggestions that we had talked about. The one yeah, that led to did, where the Red Fern goes. She did the Phantom Tolbo. Yeah, 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 she did that one. About she the boy who one. doesn't like learning. I had said uh, Little House on the Prairie, because I remembered it was depressing, but didn't remember the details of why. Okay. So that would be a good one for me. But Marjan says Bridge to Terabithia, we should do that, so I don't have to hear about it at home, where my life is. Yep, that's smart. <sighs> I live here. Uh, Ryan writes, Mario Kart on the Wii was rage-inducing, but I guess they all are. I mean, that's not how I find them. No one likes getting hit by a blue turtle shell. No. Or getting lightning right before they go off a ramp and ending <laughs> yes. up in lava. The perfect timing. That perfect lightning timing where you are headed right for a ramp, you get lightning, and you're just dead. And you go, huh, all right. So I you guys are just that, fucking me over. I find that those are things you can just bake potato. Like, oh, yeah, yep, that's Mario Kart. Would you say you've ever been mad enough playing Mario Kart that you quit You quit the game and you went outside into your truck and revved <laughs> went the engine? Went outside and revved my truck in the, the engine really loud. Not Probably not knowing how much it was making all of us in there lose our shit <laughs> laughing. I still remember it so fondly. I wonder if that was to obscure all the swears he was making. With his mouth. <laughs> I wonder if he was just fucking letting letting it go in there. Because somebody blue turtle shelled him or whatever <laughs> happened. Oh, that was great. Those were good times. I've got this hybrid car now. It wouldn't even... It's like the <laughs> yeah, car's not right. in drive. I don't think mashing the, the accelerator does anything. You push it down, it just goes, wait. Like one of those crosswalks. <laughs> Uh, good times. Uh, Ryan writes, this one's a soft brag. I have to admit, body makes apples sound delightful, and I wish my tree had given me more than six or seven last Dude year. Dude is always talking about his produce. Yep. He just constantly, what else do you need to grow? Just tell us all the things you can grow. Well, he tell hasn't us said now. Dick, he hasn't said dick about his tangerines yet. Ooh, cure? He's got, <laughs> his tree gives a lot of cure. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no more cure. No manicure, sorry. Uh, that definitely takes a that definitely takes a uh, a, a money in there. Man, we just um, this show. Sometimes it's only for us, and then sometimes it's really only for us. <laughs> how how pissed off were you when you found out the word for honey? Uh oh that it that it's like uh, that it reminds you of tangerine. That it's so much like tangerine. Yeah, I had that problem many times where I was, I thought the word that they wanted well, me to say was... a lot of the times you could say, this tangerine is not sour. Yes. So every time I thought they were saying sour or something, I'd be like, oh, okay, they're talking about tangerines. And then I would get it wrong. Yep. Or if they were like, oh, this tangerine's sweet, I'd be like, oh, they're talking about honey. 
Yeah, it'd be like, this honey is too sweet. But, like, in your brain, that's not a thing you would ever say about honey. Nope. But it is something you would say about a tangerine. Like, this tangerine is too sweet. Like, yeah. I need this to be a little tangy. It's annoying how much they look alike. And um, all I'm doing is, like, first blush. I just look at the screen and I go, I know that They're one. They're just one year sound different, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> yeah, he's got killed. He's got killed out the ass, man. All right, just tell us, give us, send us uh, a note about all of the things you can grow. He's got Kyo, so he's got Sagwa, he's got... Does uh, he do gochu? Does he have any gochu or any kind of any kind of pepper? That is a good question. I think he does have gochu. He at least has jalapeno, right? Boy, if that's not gochu, I don't... Gochu's chili pepper, but... If there's a special word for jalapenos, I don't know it. Oh, you know what it is, bro. You know it is uh, just them spelling out jalapeno. In fact, well, I've seen it. They do the nyo sound. I've seen it somewhere. That I've exists s- in Korean. I, I w- sometimes I try to test myself, and I did read jalapeno somewhere. I think the trouble is that R in the middle. That L in the middle would become an R. Yes, it would be that uh, dumb little backwards ass or, or whatever. Or if they put two, if they put two of them next together, maybe it'll make an this L is, again. This is nothing. This is nothing. This is nothing. Hey, I apologize, everybody. We're this halfway nothing. through the mailbag, at least, though. Sorry about that. Uh, Ryan writes, I do think American football will not exist in its current form in our lifetimes. You think baseball, though? I guess I want to know what's what's the newest major sport that's lasted. I think baseball will still exist. Yeah, there's no reason for it to go anywhere. We've still got seven years before the last World Series, according to Deep Space Nine. Oh, wait, no. Seven years before Buck Bukai breaks... Yeah, before he breaks breaks the, the hitting streak. Yeah, twenty forty one is the last World Series. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, I love when people use the Star Trek timeline to figure out what's next. The Irish unification is always looming. Uh, it's coming soon, right? It's always around in Re- the twenty one twenties. You remember twenty twenties rather? You remember last year Dax was born. That was the big one last year. That is true. So Dax has been born somewhere out there in the stars. Um, somewhere out on. Uh, Trailless? I don't know if they've even said it. I don't know. Somewhere in that <laughs> that um, that stupid pond that you have to get in when you're having like um, a metaphor when a metaphor is happening. Yes, the metaphor pond that you have to get in. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Except <laughs> that we saw that pond be real, also. <laughs> well, you got you you asked a question that made me very unhappy. I remember, and you asked, "Is this a metaphor?" And I was very unhappy <laughs> because what, what else could it be? In a scene that may be a metaphor, <laughs> we see her do the. <laughs> Since there is a four hundred percent chance that was a metaphor, I got very upset. <laughs> um, we talked recently, actually, about how baseball has become very successful on the local level. How it's a huge local sport and a much smaller national sport than it used to be, but it's actually a much healthier business model for for baseball to exist in that way where it's a communal thing in each little city in each each town as opposed to being of nat- national importance yeah, they're all it, they've got huge tv contracts the money's all over the place like it's they're, they're doing good if baseball goes away it'll be because tastes change but i, I don't know if there's any reason to expect that to be the case yeah it's already older than football yeah they've done a good job of sort of weathering there was a lot of anxiety, and there is still a little bit. There's a there used to be a lot of anxiety about how they were not the most popular sport. They weren't the national pastime anymore, and they've done a good job in the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years of just redesigning the experience so that it's a cool family thing that you can bring the kids out, and it doesn't really matter whether they get a good rating or whatever. Right. And there's baseball on every single goddamn night. It takes up 
your evening every night if you care. And everyone's got their local sports channel that um, gives them all their games. So it's they've, they've done a good job. As far as what's the newest major sport that's lasted, uh, it's basketball, right? Yeah, the NBA re- it's like started in like the 40s, really got going in the 50s. Um, like I was going to say auto racing, but I think auto racing even predates basketball. Yeah, in, in its most organized form, I think it does. Um, so yeah, basketball, I'd say, is the the newest of the sports that's become a mega a mega sport nationally internationally el baloncesto yes according to duolingo uh, which i believe means ball basket that's close though that's real close that's close enough i'd say yeah uh then he writes rutabaga and i forgot to insert an actual I said that wasn't going to be the real one, so people would have to listen to the whole episode. And then both Katie and now Ryan have said rutabaga to me after that. So <laughs> two people at least are watching the Star Treks. Wow. Listening to the Star Trek uh, episode. Why would you do it? We got some silly people out here. Uh, it's very silly. Who's... It's very silly to have done that. No one made you do that. Don't listen Although to that. He probably jumped the gun because then he writes, aw, damn it. So probably. <laughs> you, we did clarify that we wouldn't use that one. Yeah. But then I did forget. All so. right. Well, next right. time then. Next time we do a Star Trek, we'll come up with it. On the 19th, Marjan tweeted about the dude who did the SAT exams. Oh, yeah. His name is Mark Riddell. Okay. Which uh, sounds like he could have been a sitcom actor in the 90s also. That's a real sitcom name. Oh, for sure. I got a really good name game for later on. Oh, cool. If we have time. I will, we'll see. Uh, what, what was, uh, was it just an article about him or what was the tweet? Uh, I mean, he, he, he tweeted an apology about how he did, he didn't mean to do, to do, to do bad. He just, he didn't mean to, he got caught up in it. Uh, that's always uh, such a, that's a bullshit. But the article, but the other stuff that I've seen about this guy said stuff like, he was legitimately taking the, t- like, he's good enough at taking the SAT that he could sort of get whatever kind of score you wanted your child to get. Oh like, my God. You could be like, I need like realistic. This kid's kind of like, a dumb, dumb. I need my an 11. Kid just got a 1410. Can we, when you retake it for them, can you get like a 1480? Cause then it'll look, that won't be enough to raise questions. Or if you're like, ever, my kid is a well-known fucking dumb, dumb. And I need you to get a, a 1050. Just to well, you got to remember that the the score is different from when we took it. Oh the, yeah, they probably the top is. end. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yes. We needed to be realistically dumb, but like good enough that he can get into a school. Can you do that? Right. Wow, that guy's got skills. Yeah, apparently, but um, like, I don't know, Doc. You knew you were doing a crime. <laughs> yeah, the I didn't I didn't mean to or it's anything. It's like what? Wait, wait, well, huh? All these people were paying you money to go in and take these tests for him. I think, I think you knew what was happening. I think you the meant first to do time it. someone said to you, "Can you just pretend you're Jason?" <laughs> and you were like, oh, "All right, I don't see why not. I'm not gonna hurt anyone." Um, on the twenty second, uh, Ben wrote at brother date. Keiko isn't mean; she's just Japanese. Wow. Uh, and the way I interpreted this sentence is, sometimes Erica listens along in the car. <laughs> I feel bad for her too then. She don't it. 
cheat on being mean. I'm finding out so much today about people listening to the Star Trek episodes. Yeah. But I, I, now I feel bad. If before, it, like uh, pretending to be Jason, it seemed like a victimless crime. But... Ben kind of has to listen to see if we dunk on him <laughs> because he's submitted material. And yeah. we're not nice to our contributors. Not usually, no. We do go... Traditionally not. Um, he gave it a nine. Uh, then he said three sentences and they were all negative. Yeah. So Doesn't whatever like that nine, means. But, you know, <laughs> fucking Ben. <laughs> you know Ben. Uh, on the 22nd, Ryan started up again, writing, well, now I miss the Sriracha fish filet. Mm. What? Who sold that? Yeah. I don't, I don't get fast food fish. Do you get, I think you only get McDonald's fish? has a fast food, fast food fish, right? I don't know. I, I, I don't ever try to eat them. Which Katie insists on calling the McFish. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Why is it not called that? Yeah, it should be called that. Why is it called filet o fish? Yeah, I don't like that at all. Don't, please do not mess with any of the words in your food items, because then I question whether they're food. It does suggest that maybe there's not fish in there. Uh, I saw a commercial the other day, one of them John Benjamin Arby's commercials with a big fish, big old fish filet. Oh, no. Yeah, I know, right? I think the advertisement is literally like, these fish are way too big for the bun. There's like barely any Arby's around here anymore. Good. And it's like, I don't know if that's because... Their all roast beef business model has been failing them for the last 20 years or because their efforts to beat the image of being an all roast beef shop have have backfired in some way. Yeah, our father can't eat at every Arby's every day. Like, there's no, no exactly. way that they it's can survive. Li- His range for Arby's is pretty limited. He doesn't drive on the freeway. So, like, that's <laughs> limiting. Yeah, that's really, that's good news. I'm glad to hear if you If he wanted to go to the last remaining Arby's in, like, on El Camino in Sunnyvale. Yeah. This is like a whole day trip now if you're not taking the freeway. Yeah, that's the one that Marjan and I went to when she told me that she had never in her life eaten at an Arby's and would like to do so. Has she never been on a road trip? I I assume she'd been on a road trip. I don't know where they ate. Uh, Sonic or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah she I had guess. never been to an Arby's and she wanted to try like all the menu items, which was probably, I mean, it was probably pretty disappointing. <laughs> There's a point on on every road trip I've ever been on that's, you know, longer than like an hour or two, where at some point you're like, I guess we're eating at Arby's. Oof. Yeah. Well, I already don't like road trips. That (laughs) didn't, that's not doing anything for me. You don't, huh? I don't like road trips because I don't like, we've been over this. I don't like long drives. My butt gets tired and I get bored. Oh, all right. I don't like it. It's not for me. Uh, Ryan responded to our last question about what he meant about a right-hand man when he said, uh, not 100% positive, but I think you were referring to CEOs like mine. Maybe military commanders, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm not going to read his tweet in which he <laughs> suggests that maybe Janeway should have let Q do an R on her. Oh. Oh, but yeah. He's, he suggested it. Then he says uh, he bets we would have some worthwhile commentary on the NHL playoffs, and he wouldn't mind hearing it. All right, well, we got. A I haven't of watched a hockey game this year, so it's my commentary is not going to be insightful. Uh, I watched like a I watched a little hockey, so I can. You still with me? I can fake it. You can fake it. I, <laughs> I watched a little. I watched a little bit of hockey, not a lot. 
I've watched a lot of NCAA hockey. That's why hockey. they call you Lil Hockey. That's why I'm Lil Hockey. Just like, um, who was Tim Lil Meadows? Hockey? Yeah, Tim Meadows. That's right. Uh, there's some NCAA hockey going on right now. The Frozen uh, Four. Okay. Then, well, I don't know what they call the big tournament before. Uh, this one, he says, Four. thanks Probably to HelloFresh, I'm a big Northeasterns fan of in that. bulgogi beef ever That's had. That's I went to. Matt, have you ever had bulgogi? <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, me too. Just a little bit. Just a few times. Just a little bit. Um, I really like Korean cuisine a lot. Um, so, Del, you can take that bulgogi as a gateway drug and go on a little tour and find out all of the Korean foods that you will like. Because there's a lot of good ones. Uh, go to the go to a tofu go to a tofu house and get some spicy tofu soup. Put whatever you want in it. They got like 19 varieties every time, like every place you go. But um, that's the good shit. Uh, Korean fried chicken is very good. Yeah, get some bonchon. Get get that bonchon. Uh, there's a couple of bonchons. They're both on DoorDash. Um, I was going to ask you, now that you've been doing the Korean, do you also not appreciate the way that place is spelled? That place is spelled B-O-N-C-H-O-N. But we know that the word bonchon is with that is, a, a sound. Is with an a, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So anyway. Also, I haven't looked at their menu, but you know what they don't have? Bonchon. They don't have a lot. They, it comes with, like, you can get some nasty cubed radishes. Um, right. Or you can get some slaw, which is not traditional side dish. But you can also no, get some kimchi where's slaw. Of, where's a bunch of little tiny dried fish? That's right. Exactly. Uh, you can get kimchi coleslaw, and you can get french fries. So, like... You know what I've been dying to But the get. chicken's fucking hot, okay? S- since I've been doing Duolingo. Yeah. I gotta get some of these crackers. Oh, some of these crackers that are also snacks? Yes, yeah, some the, of these snacks. It's interchangeable word crackers. Deep fried wheat <laughs> snacks. Because, I don't know. They sound good. They're salty. <clears throat> Hola? Uh... Ryan wrote, I heard deep fried hamburger and I am into it. Um, I, I briefly lost my shit and I only I only heard hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Ryan wrote, I heard deep fried hamburger and I am. Into oh, OK. It. All right. Yeah, yeah. Which he heard, I believe, in the last episode of Call Me Body. Um, I don't believe I'm into it. I'm going to pass on the uh, deep fried hamburger. It feels like gil- gilding the lily to me. Uh. Well, just so, see, I don't think you'd improve the hamburger because either like you'd have a a delicious, you got some delicious meat in there, or you don't. And deep frying, it's not going to do anything to it either way. No, like, okay, but so a couple a couple of counterpoints. Mm. Katie is all the time talking about these Jamaican beef patties. Yeah, the J patties. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we know about those. Remember, we had to take a trip. We went to that murder grocery store. We went to that murder grocery store where a murder had definitely happened within the last 45 minutes. And we got some J-Patties. I used to eat them under the subway in Boston. So that's kind of a fried hamburger. It just has taste things on it. Yeah, it's like it doesn't have anything else in it. It's just the meat and a shell. In like a dough shell. Right. Second counterpoint argument I want to raise here is... uh, Have you ever had a deep fried sushi roll? Uh, I mean, I've had the sushi rolls that have uh, deep fried things in them, like shrimps and things. Okay, no, but like you can get them where they 
basically make a spicy tuna roll and then they deep fry it. I don't think they, I've they had tempura that. batter it and fry it. Is that good? It seems like it shouldn't be good, but it is. Hmm. Now, I think that you can batter and fry. So essentially the outside, the rice part is what's getting refried there, right? And yeah. so that's fine. That's like, you know, the rice thing at the bottom of the pan or whatever. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think a hamburger bun would respond to the same. But like, what would you put on it on a deep fried hamburger? Is no. there lettuce? He should clarify. Does it is the bun included or is it just the ingredients? Are you just frying up like a? I guess you have to put it in something. You dough it. Yeah, right? you put it in the, some kind of batter. It has to. Well, yeah, sure. But like, what something's got to hold that together. Yeah, I don't know. Does it have a toothpick in it? Do you deep fry it with a toothpick holding everything together? <laughs> Maybe, but no. But you're right. Lettuce wouldn't respond well. Things yeah, like is tomatoes. There in there? Is there tomato? Work. I don't know how they do hamburgers over there anyway. So, well, I'm sure next time we have a mailbag, we'll, <laughs> we'll good find detailed out. description. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Uh, then. Uh, he was still listening to Call Me Body. He writes, wait, like top 10 European players overall or like on a specific track with a specific character? So it's true. He did say that he was a top 10 Mario Kart player in Europe. Yes. We do need more details on that as well. Uh, I mean, definitely. And also congratulations. That's right. Congratulations. <laughs> Never played that game, did you? Did you, Body? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and he hopes hey, didn't... we're in the wrong video game. Then, then he... <laughs> is that from the Ghostbusters two fake out intro yeah. to the Three Stooges yeah. video game? Everyone really wanted to be playing Ghostbusters two, a game we also had. And by the way, sucked real bad. Real, real bad game. Honestly, worse than the Three Stooges video <laughs> Absolutely game. Absolutely worse than the Three Stooges video game. Yeah, a fake out of a game no one else wanted to play. Hey, you think you're playing Ghostbusters 2? Nah, it's uh, it's the Three Stooges. And that is going to be... Oh, did I put the wrong game in? Almost 100% trivia about the Three Stooges. <laughs> and you won't know any of it. You're 10, and it's 1990, so like you don't have like a great chance. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Then uh, Ryan writes, I have done some mailbagging this week. I hope you didn't rush through it. I'll find out in a couple weeks, I suppose. No, we didn't rush. I don't think we rushed. No. We talked about poutine, etc. No, we're like 50 minutes into this thing. Like we, we, we went. We went for it. Shannon writes, at Brother Date, we've been indulging in Garage Sale Mysteries starring Lori Laughlin. <laughs> I saw this tweet. <laughs> it's a train wreck of a series with the awful writing you'd expect from Hallmark. But they're so cringingly good. We're sad to see the series probably canceled now. I don't know if they necessarily... I don't know if Lori Laughlin is canceled. She just did rich people crimes, and we tend to be pretty good at forgiving them. Yeah, plus I think Hallmark would love the attention. That could be. There must be added attention. Examples of the awful. LL talking to her son. Can you surf the net to find out about something? This was in, like, 2015. <laughs> surf the web. <laughs> And the one we finished watching last night included a Star Wars-style hologram of the murderer explaining his motives as he gassed Aunt Becky. <laughs> That's cool. That's good. I'm glad they're up to some creative stuff over there. Yeah, Surf the Web reminds me of any time, like, even in, like, 2010, you'd still get, like, 55-year-old dudes writing television screenplays. And you'd have one character, like, being like, 
yeah, it's going to have to get the IP address. And someone would be like, what? And he'd be like, it stands for Internet Protocol. And he'd be <laughs> like, yeah, shit. Well, I mean, we know. It's, yep. t- it's 2012. I know what it stands for. <laughs> like, why is this happening on television? <laughs> but, like, there was, like, a 50-year-old dude who did a uh, a deep dive on Internet. Well, I wanted to show off his research, right? Shannon writes, at brother date, while Robert Burns was a fine poet, I think Butter should note that he's from the same area as Rabbi, so there's a bit of local bias. Right. That said, I don't think I could name another Scottish poet. Yeah, also, me Also, Butter had to memorize and recite all of Tam O'Shanter when he was in primary school. Look how long it is. And then she links to a page with, like, legitimately a ton of column inches of this poem. And he had to memorize the whole goddamn thing? Yeah, and uh, forget memorizing it. I couldn't even manage to read more than, <laughs> mm, I think, four stanzas. Yeah, that's something that was kind of out of favor even by the time we were in school, the rote memorization of things. I don't remember ever having to memorize a lot of stuff. I mean, did you ever have to Did you have to memorize the Ozymandias? God, no. Okay. No, I didn't. I'm trying to think. I don't. There wasn't a lot of memorization of any kind. Maybe that's why I don't know anything. Hey, here's a thought. Maybe that's why I don't know anything. Because <laughs> you weren't forced to memorize it because that wasn't what was cool. Hey, here's something weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> Who's responsible for this? It's a good question. Hey, hold on. <laughs> I just thought of something. Hey, you know what? I haven't known anything. I'm 34. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's okay. All right. That's got to be somebody's fault, huh? Ah, okay. All right. I got it. Cool. Well, good for you, then. Glad everyone out there got real education. That's great. Then then she sends the link to uh, the Wikipedia page for Wild Haggis. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Did your husband complain that we didn't bite when he said maybe go out and hunt the wild haggis? Because we both immediately were like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. But here's some, uh, here she writes, here's some info about the wild haggis for you. I especially like this detail. The wild haggis's left and right legs are of different lengths, allowing it to run quickly around the steep mountains. Uh, that is the only part that I saw because I did not read the article. I just saw the tweet. And yeah. that is fascinating. Uh, do you remember the first time we ever went to and this is probably maybe we remember different trips first time you ever went to wyoming and you saw jackalope shit and already at the young age of six or seven you were like well that's nothing yes i do actually remember that i was like i'm pretty good with animals i know animals and i um don't care but it's like this is not even funny yeah like I, this is this is this is about as interesting as that penny that you get pressed <laughs> kind that, of that flat penny that's that interesting or that box full of rocks that's like a roadkill helper or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ugh. And you're like, man, who's into this stuff? <laughs> yeah, at eight years old, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm done with Wyoming. Don't ever have to yeah, go back. Well, this sucks. <laughs> and I never did go back. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry we didn't bite. Yeah. I know. I know it must have been. Uh, painful to just hear that pass unremarked upon but that is fascinating about their legs being different lengths because of because of what they got to do up there well if you had read the article it would have told you that there are two different kinds ones uh-huh. with long left legs and one with long right legs so and they can circle so they circle the mountain in 
clockwise and counterclockwise I was going to say. Cause but the two species can never mate because they can't get turned around. I was going to say, it would, it would only help you if you were going one direction. Yep, if you tried exactly. to turn around, you'd be effed. Oh, don't worry. They've thought it out. They've thought it through. Yeah, biology thought it through for them. Uh, and then Ryan's been tweeting today. Oh, nice. So uh, he wrote, uh, and this is in response to the enemy, I believe, mm. at Brother Date, maybe printed text gives off a different spectral signature. That sounds like a thing. Um, oh, yeah, that's how Jordy could read. Yeah, I mean, no, I understand. I, I don't know. Maybe. They've never bothered to describe it because um, no one ever thought about it. Not even one person. No, but like particularly, he doesn't have printed material in his life. Right. Can the when different colors come off of a computer screen? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's that look like to him? Again, I've seen his vision. They showed it to us. It's just a crazy array of lights. And I'm not confident that we would have been able to read anything in there. And then he writes, at Brother Date, tell me about something that is not well understood where you have a hot take. So that's... Not well understood. He wants this whole episode to be about him. (laughs) Not well understood. That you've got a hot take about. Oh, God. I mean, that's probably most things that are not well understood. Wouldn't anything seem kind of like a hot take? If someone was talking about it and they had any kind of emotion about it and you didn't understand what they were talking about at all? Like, okay, like that thing earlier about uh, how tangerine and honey look too much alike. That probably seemed like a hot take. That is a that is a hot take. <laughs> I don't like that those words, which can be used interchangeably in sentences. Yeah, by context, if you couldn't tell the difference. Well, yeah, the, where you can't work out the context. Yeah. Appear very similar, and if you're reading in a lazy way, they look the same. You're reading in a lazy way. In Korean. So fix yeah, I made that. a G today. <laughs> you, you read it in a lazy way. Re- fix that, Korea. Fix your words. Get a different word for honey, I guess. I kind of like the word kill for tangerine. Yeah, you can keep that one. Ch- fix yeah. honey, though. You should call it sugar goo. I also like that you have a word for tangerine, but no native word for orange. <laughs> that's right, orange. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not that good. I'm glad they didn't just use that for the color orange. The color orange is different. I, I haven't done colors yet. I'm starting numbers tomorrow. You'll get there. And it'll be glorious when you find out how many words there are for green that they teach you. Including one uh, that is the same as the... blue. That's a hot take I got for you. Why is green the same as blue? That pissed me off when they taught me and they said, this means blue. And then it came up in a sentence and they went, eh, green. Yeah, that sucks. Went, oh, what? Uh, also, and I looked so, it up. The, uh, one, of the, one of the lady voices on... The Spanish Duolingo is real mush mouth. <laughs> and uh, it will mark you wrong if you use the wrong gender they. Like if she says Aos, but you write Aos or um. the other way around. And sh- she's so mush mouth that I make that mistake about once per lesson. And often there's no other context that would help you figure out which one it's supposed to. Like, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You won't make. It's not a mistake you would make in real life because you would know who the they referred to and which yeah. gender uh, pronoun to use. But not when you're just hearing this lady talk. The standalone sentence, they get you sometimes. Yeah. Like, if the sentence is not really about them, there aren't going to be any other inflected words in there to help you know. So So that's some... We've got a lot of Duolingo issues, but that's just because that's how much... That's my main hobby these days. So we got some Duolingo-based hot takes for you right there, Ryan. I'm going to close the mailbag there. I'm sure Ryan will tweet more today. 
Good, because we have but, more uh, mailbag that's audio. We'll pick them up next week. Audio mailbag. Yeah, you want to cut right into our next sen- uh, segment? Let's do it. Mm. So satisfying. Now, call me Bobby. I don't know which I want to believe more about that. Hmm. That the person whoever recorded that was like, I'm only doing one take. Or (laughs) that they are intentionally off rhythm. I was going to say, is there a way to play that instrument where it doesn't seem like you're straining as hard as you can to hit each note? (laughs) Like, I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. Oh, I didn't get there, but I'll get there next time. That's what it sounds like. It's a very good question. Uh, we do have a uh, a report from our foreign correspondent, Barry. So let's play it now. Hello again to you both. And I uh, wanted to uh, extend my thanks and uh, genuine uh, appreciation for the wonderful theme music that you guys have managed to select there, which yeah. seems both instrumentally and, uh, and referentially. Thank us uh, for doing art now. Uh, also, it's a real slap in the face, so thanks for being good-natured about it. Yes. Hey, he's Scottish. Let's put some fucking bagpipes <laughs> in there. Really appreciate the effort that went in there. Uh, and, of course, the effort in upgrading the equipment, which allows you to uh, pause my long, rambling uh, responses uh, and really engage bit by bit. Um, it really adds, I think, to the production value of the podcasts. Uh, so you've, you've really... Uh, outdone yourself i think uh with all that uh and of course speaking of outdoing uh things i, I did want to continue uh, going back to some of the points that were made uh, i was particularly interested in the bit where you were talking about the uh arrests now of the uh people who were buying their way for their kids to get into university uh laurie laughlin i think was the one you guys talked about uh, who I understand was some sort of character called Aunt Becky in a show that never really made it over here. Um, I know her from a, a series of um, wonderfully uh, delightful Hallmark movies uh, called The Garage Sale Mysteries um, which I've tried to subject uh, Shannon to uh, to little effect. Although actually I think, I think she was quietly getting into it. Oh, she tweeted about uh, it. Without willingly uh, convincing to, to the rest of the the uh, the hallmark horror show of uh, of movies. Well, she did tweet about it for sure. Yeah, she called. She said it was so cringingly good. Um, I'm sure we've talked about this. Do you like bad movies? Um, no, I um I can't watch them by myself. I can watch them around people and and riff off them and stuff. But if I try to watch a bad movie alone. Um, you just feel yourself getting older no i'm just depressed i'm just like boy i wish someone had done a good thing i wish there was good stuff in life wonder where you find the good stuff and you search you google where's the good move you go- good movies and then that's like the godfather and you're like yeah i might have seen it i've seen that one what else I and mean, it says well, godfather 2 and then you stop and like all right. it says godfather 2 and you go all right i get it and you just you go back to your bad movie but yeah if you're watching with people it can be fun I don't care for bad movies personally, but I do like good podcasts about bad movies. Yeah, uh, you so. always recommend one that I still have not gotten into, although I've listened to 
on just hundreds and hundreds of hours of how did this get made. The flop house is the other the, one. The flop yeah. house, yeah. Uh, that one is more. Uh, that's it, that's done by television writers. Two two of the people are television writers, so that's uh, there's less that's uh, of someone shouting that that's crazy bananas or <laughs> yeah, not... give me that baby or whatever, <laughs> yes. and more insight into movie production. A lot but... less Zook and more um, information. Yeah. Okay. Also, there's no June Diane Raphael, so definitely if you're going to start with one. No one asking what is a street fighter. No one asks what a street fighter is right. or did that monkey get paid? Or <laughs> Just making sure all the monkey shines getting paid. What is its mission, etc. Right. I would start with uh, how did this get made? Yeah. She um, was obviously one of the big names. And I thought it was quite entertaining to see that they were not, in fact, uh, indicted and arrested about uh, the actual criminal crime parts, you know, the fraud, the misrepresentation, the uh, potential uh, theft implications of taking places, but were, uh, in fact, done as has been done throughout history because they used the guise of charitable donation to hide these transactions and uh, therefore claimed that back on their uh, tax returns. Um, so another uh, series of events showing how powerful it can be when the uh, federal government is being denied uh, its slice of the ill-going bribery gains. Had they not done it under the guise of a charity, perhaps they wouldn't be facing um, real problems. I believe it included a, a, a CEO who spent six and a half million dollars uh, getting their child into university. I'm not entirely sure how stupid you have to be, how awful uh, to make six and a half million dollars necessary to get you into uh, somewhere yes well i guess i think the problem was they didn't want to go just somewhere my good boy joshua is very dumb but he's <laughs> such a good boy can't you please just let him into college i'll pay you millions of dollars joshua's I dumb mean, you know it wasn't even about the kids you know it was like listen i have to be able to tell people that my kid got into usc yeah the great school usc i don't really or understand whatever. that yeah um, no, yeah, and he's right. Look, there's a kind of corruption that we decided long ago was totally legal. And he's also correct that if you ever want the government to get involved, um, make it so that you owe them money and you didn't give it to them. Yep. That is how you will get a response. <laughs> this is a, hundreds of years of tradition of, <laughs> yes. well, we, we can't get you for the thing we did, but you're going for tax evasion. Yeah, and it's like, if somebody owes you money... The government does not care to enforce that. You can go to no. court 100 fucking times trying to get someone to pay you money that you are lawfully owed, and they do not give a shit. But if you owe the government, like, $11, you are they coming. fucked. They're coming for it. <laughs> they for need sure. that money. So, yeah, that's uh, that's true. <clears throat> Facts. Uh, my assumption is that these uh, rich people's kids are only average dumb. Mm-hmm. That they're not even especially dumb. Well, then they, they just they just didn't want them to go to UC Riverside or whatever. I mean, I don't blame them. I guess C CSU. I don't know the names of the Southern California CSUs. Long Beach. Sure, CSU Long Beach. That's probably. one, right? That's a Cal State, I think. <clears throat> but I bear witness to you. <laughs> yes. That no GPA is too bad. To get into San Jose State. There you go. 
I had a good answer. I bear witness to you today that Shiloh is here. (laughs) That little girl sounds like a devil. Is that supposed to draw me in? Does this make us, are we supposed to want to give this racketeer our money? The little girl devil is making me do stuff. Uh, Isn't the documentary coming out soon? I I think I sent you a message about it because Marjan sent me a message about it. There's some kind of documentary coming out about Yahweh. Oh, about Yahweh Ben Yahweh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. That's he did some stuff. crimes. They definitely killed some white people. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> uh, so, I, but I did think that was kind of interesting. That it was it was um, the tax reasons that got everybody mad, and whether the states would have got together to indict them for state charges is uh, obviously unknown now. I was absolutely delighted to hear that we share this common Neo Geo experience, this mystical and mythical system. Uh, that uh, that you would hear things as, as exactly as you intimated, you know that uh, you know. So I, I know I've got a friend of a friend who owns a Neo Geo. Yeah, so they fucking do. Absolutely unbelievable. No way. So I was delighted to hear that that, that transatlantic experience uh, transferred directly uh, from from my own uh, growing up. The other aspect of that, of course, is that we grew up poor. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. I was gonna say, is this like a really is this a marketing coup? Like, did they just did they just kill it in marketing? That that's what it's people real, thought? It's a real good question. How did people know that you were supposed to want a Neo Geo? <laughs> yeah, because I have to say it must have gone down in the few years between us. Because I don't remember anyone that I knew like really wanting one. Just that no one knew anyone who had one. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I think it definitely... I think that is one area where the four years uh, difference between us caught up. In the console area, arena? Yeah, sure, because by the time you started high school, the PlayStation existed. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's yeah. that's a big difference. I think we were in the Nintendo 64 yeah. era when I started, like, but at the beginning of it. Well, when you started high school, was there, was there one already? I was going to say, was there already an N64? Probably not, right? I don't think so. Well, we didn't have it for sure. No, no, I know we. Well, we didn't. But we trailed by a couple of years usually. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, dude. By the time I was uh, in high school, you could like play a demo of Warhawk. Yeah, you could play all day long. You could like. I'm play- not buying that game, but I will play this demo. <laughs> I'll play this demo of, like six weeks straight, just as one level over and over again. Uh, you could play uh, such as Madden Madden '98. Probably so there you Jet go. Moto, my currently <laughs> lowest ranking game. On Video Games Power Hour, it is at the bottom currently. <clears throat> there may not ever be a game to, to uh, fall below that. We'll see. It's hard to think what it could be. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know whether you found out um, offline or not that the, uh, the Neo Geo Pocket Color is a system from the 90s as well. Uh, it was actually uh, comparatively big in America. Um, that was the biggest uh, success it had. Uh, was in the states it was quite limited over in europe but i managed to get my hands on one uh, a few years ago um it has a micro switch a directional joystick which makes it one of the purest uh, pleasures of holding a handheld system uh, because it just clicks so wonderfully <laughs> where does it compare color. to an apple <laughs> this dude loves filling his fucking hand <laughs> well we already talked about it some girls have a particular size of boob. <laughs> An apple size, let's say. 
And <laughs> I think that's kind of this is the sweet spot, you know. Oh boy. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> uh, screen, unfortunately, it does not have it backlit, and so it's uh, not great to play for any long period of time. Uh, but it does look good, and it has some wonderful fun uh, games on it as well. Uh, I did also want to say another thank you, in fact, uh, to Judith to introduce me to um, Spy Party. Yeah. Uh, I find that fascinating viewing, uh, attempting to find out the differences in, in human behavior versus um, the AI's messaging as well. It reminds me of a YouTube channel that I watch uh, called Fail Race. Uh, I don't know if either of you have come across that, um, but in that day, uh, there's a Escape the Hunt, uh, it's called, series where he predominantly plays GTA 5 and he will attempt to blend in with AI traffic while 15 other human beings attempt to scour the city of Los Santos trying to find him, looking for like subtle clues about uh, how he can't use his indicators, Players, player cars can't use the turn signal in Grand Theft Auto uh, so if you see someone turn without a turn signal then you know that's a human uh, uh, controlled car uh, brake lights as well, you have to manually put those on so sometimes people forget or in their attempt to put the brake lights on they'll accidentally put it into reverse another clue uh, that it's a human being there as well that sounds interesting yeah when he said that when I heard this I wanted to try that with you I wanted to try a game where you just have to find me in the city yeah oh we'd have to jump into one of those private lobbies right yep and those are the yeah. best ones anyway because then people aren't trying all day just out out trying to get you for no reason i forget if we can even play grand theft auto against each other right now oh because we may not own it on the same thing yeah i think i only own it on the pc currently you only bought it twice you loser yeah i only buy grand theft auto 5 twice i'll buy that game i'll, I'll buy it every day if i have to <laughs> i'll buy every copy um but then i wondered if it's as good as the game where we had one of us was in the jet fighter and one of us was in a car down below <laughs> and had to escape getting blown up by the jet fighter that was a lot of fun that was a good one and helicopter jousting is also a pretty good one. Oh yeah as usual the actual game at least especially when we were playing it before they added a lot of new game modes wasn't entertaining enough we had to make up our own shit to do uh spy party is good not just because it's people trying to emulate but sometimes it's best when people uh uh, have to rush to complete missions and they just sort of give up on emulating and somehow the sniper doesn't catch them anyway just happens to be like sp like uh stalking a statue on the other side he's of the got room like tunnel vision on a different character or yeah. something and or he's already low lighted somebody or something right yeah. yeah so um no no spy party is my favorite uh spectator sport right now um, yeah do you follow the league i do the league we're i think we're in uh week th I think week three has passed and week four will be this weekend does Bowdy know about the league I assume that he must because I think this came up because I said that the spy party oh. season had just started okay yeah but uh it it is on twitch like uh, like this podcast they, soon <laughs> like this podcast will be soon and they uh they always save the vods so you can you don't have to watch it live you can go back and, and watch these Saturday and Sunday broadcasts uh, whenever you want. Nice. Uh, it also doesn't take a lot of computer to run. I don't, yes. You haven't even reinstalled it since you got your new computer. No, right? no, but it ran, uh, ran like a charm on the old, on the old lappy on old chieftain. Yeah. 
So, Bader, if you ever want to jump in and play a few rounds, uh, it's like a $20 game. Uh, let me know. I have about 100 matches under my belt, so I'm certainly not an expert. Banana bread. <laughs> banana bread. I heard you banana bread right now. I heard it. <laughs> I know you just did it. <laughs> ah, but was it a fake? That's right. You can fake banana bread. You can fake BB. thought it was really interesting. Um, really interesting study about the differences in AI and human beings. Um, and I'm doing some work on uh, currently on on AI to just to terrify Matt. Um, oh great! I'm trying to push uh, push the singularity uh, in my own little way, although not through robot robotics, just through this Skynet type system. I like how you get all wants the singularity. You get all the thank yous, and I get the singularity. <laughs> yep. That's oh, right. Fucking nonsense. He has thanked me f- five times so far this <laughs> this call, and to you, here comes robot dogs. They can jump twenty feet now. Yeah, that's all right. I'm not scared of those. I know I can take those on. I've played so many video games. And I know I how to beat robot uh, dogs. You just keep shooting them, right? Shoot them in oh, the legs. electricity if you can manage. Them. Oh yeah, you can zap them or put them in water. It'll be easy. Yeah. Uh, I think I think there's 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 value to be had in us uh, discussing further the whole concept of meat chess. <laughs> um, I'm really interested in hearing what your impressions would be of what the what what, what meats would be what pieces, uh, in order to really get your your own personal sense about the value of uh, of differing meats. Uh, you know, would we go for something like a, a spam uh, as as the pawns, and do we work our way up to you know wagyu beef uh, being the king, uh, or any other variations thereof? So I'd be really interested to hear what your um, uh, Attempts would be to 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 classify meat into, you know, pawn, knight, bishop, rook, king, queen valuations. Um, assuming the king has a sort of infinite value, really pushing the agenda for what is the best meat. So he was looking at it more in like meat quality as going yes. up the rankings or whatever. Yeah, it'd be fun to play in that space for sure. But I think I would get derailed by my huge desire to have the knights be horse meat <laughs> to make it as accurate like, as possible it's just right there yeah it's just right there yeah because i was thinking more of fun shapes to play with i think last time i mentioned meatball as the pawn yep and but then we had a turkey leg and a ham as the as the king and queen yeah well it's like a uh, meat no one ever eats one meatball right yeah so like you got eight of those pawns that's right seems like eight meatballs that feels right for a night, those little IKEA ones. I was thinking maybe like a skewer, like a kebab. Oh yeah, some kind of kebab. I mean, uh, when I, when you think of a bishop, I always think of Catholicism, and then that makes me want it to be fish. <laughs> sure, you could you could throw because otherwise fish you can't play chess on Friday. It's right, exactly, and you're not going to get good like that. You can't just take no, a day no, no. Off. You can't take a day off yeah. if you want to get good at chess. So you got to have some fish in there. So what would you say, like uh, like a fish stick? Uh, yeah, probably just a Gorton's fish stick. <laughs> like a Captain Pepperjack's family fish round, maybe? No, 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 not family fish rounds. Okay. Those aren't those aren't stick-shaped. Okay. Also, they still only exist in that dream. That's I okay. Had. That's okay, though, because soon Captain enough... Captain Pepperjack. <laughs> soon enough, Captain Pepperjack is going to come through. And we're going to have... Uh, you're going to see something new in the freezer aisle, everybody. Something you ain't seen before. That's going to be on the bag. Something you ain't seen before. That's the motto. Family fish rounds. Uh, Rook. Oh, We've yeah. got a rook. 
Um, uh, let's um, see. Meat. Meat. It looks like a castle. I mean, doesn't necessarily There's... have to, as long as it's a fun shape. What what kind of meat goes sideways on you fast? <laughs> oh, I see what we're doing. Right? Um, maybe it's like such as a, a mutton. Maybe a mutton. Mutton. Okay. Or maybe like... Um, Did you eat bad mutton somewhere once? Maybe it's just that it always seems a little bad. I mean, it's like when you think of, uh, I ate some bad food, so don't you think of chicken? Yeah, I guess so. Doesn't. And again, but I, how would I you think this, have is already, this has already come up that chickens in the United Kingdom don't have salmonella, so this probably won't track. Oh, wait, why not? Over there. Well, I think they inoculate them against it. But um, that's not fair. That's not fair. It's yeah. not a level playing field. Yeah, but it'd cost an extra five cents per chicken if we did it here. So their chickens should be as goes. messed up as our chickens, or else this isn't fair. You've got to, you got to put your eggs in the freezer right, or in so, the fridge rather, and you and your chickens have salmonella. What do you think? Are you thinking ch- uh, chicken wing, ch- chicken chicken breast, <laughs> slab of chicken breast? <laughs> I mean, there's only two of them, so you'd want, like, chicken drumsticks, maybe, but then... But then turkey leg just seems like a big one of those. King turkey leg? It, it does, but isn't isn't the king a big rook? <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, it. he can move in the other directions, I guess, too. in a like, way. Yeah, okay. He can switch. There's that move where they, where they, you know, when you castle. Yeah. So it's like kings and rooks are tied up a little bit in that way. Okay, that makes sense, then. I like that. So chicken drumsticks. <laughs> big turkey rooks. legs. Okay. Fish sticks for bishops. Meatballs, hams. Uh, I really want knights to be horse meat, but I don't know what that would be. I said kebabs for knights. Maybe maybe that's a skewer. I'm sure the Mongolians did it. Yeah, why not? I like it. There you go. A big skewer of horse meat. Did did we leave uh, anyone out? And then a ham, I guess, becomes the queen. Yeah, she's a big old ham. (laughs) Just one of those ones where you can see the bone and everything. Just a big old, like, big old... Big old block, big old ham thing. I did like the idea of a spam cube, but I didn't know where to put it. Just one of those yeah. can-shaped spams. Do you like spam musubi? Uh, okay, well, here's the thing. The way that people make that, they make it all soft and squishy. That's the way they prepare the spam. I like the fried spam. Oh, you gotta fry it. Yeah, you yeah. gotta want to fry that. So if it's fried spam musubi, then yes, I do. Okay. But the way, I always, the way I've always had it is just, like, uh, all floppy and gross, so... Yeah, that's true. If when it's not firm, it's it might be might, like if if the spam is less firm than the rice ball that it's sitting right. on, it's kind of not. The textures are backwards. Yeah, this might be a Nielsen thing too. I don't know if everybody fries it up real good like we do it. <clears throat> I don't know if everybody has had the treat of walking into a house where spam is being fried <laughs> and just you know breathing. <laughs> yeah, overpowered. A little bit. That's what our father used to make when we went on field trips. Let's, um, God, on field trips. Yeah, dude, we'd bring our spam sandwiches on our field trip. I think I told him to stop doing that at some point. <laughs> I'm tired of explaining this. Please stop. <laughs> what do you have? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Mind no, your I'm business. I'm not Hawaiian, but my dad was in the Navy. <laughs> yes. And, and he has nostalgia. Uh, I'm going to, let's see if we can finish this up. All right, let's do Um, I think that'd be worth uh, that'd be worth some proper uh, proper discussion time, um, but yeah. Uh, so that that was uh, that was really everything I had. Um, I wanted to leave you with one one tiny little micro game though, 
Uh, I thought we'd do some a little bit of international trivia, uh, developing our, uh, our understanding of the world through through the medium of trivia, and to ask you guys if uh, if you were able to name, without resorting to Google, the uh, five European capital cities that begin with the letter V for Victor. So anyway, have a go if you fancy it, or not, but keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. We um we heard this offline, so we played it at the time. We played it when we were listening to it, so as not to and have time to research it. And we came up with three of the five, right? We had three. We got three of the five. We got so. Vilnius, Vienna, yes. and the Vatican. Yes, Vatican City. We did not get um the one in Liechtenstein, the one in Malta, or the one in Malta. <laughs> yes, we did. And the get one in Liechtenstein. Those yeah. two. Uh, I knew a guy from Malta. I worked with a guy from Malta briefly. Right. Uh, and I had the hardest time remembering that that's where he was from. Because <laughs> he was the only person from Malta I've ever met. Oh, yeah. We don't have any, like, stereotypes about what a Maltese accent sounds like or anything. Yeah, I straight up have never met uh, anyone from Malta that I know of. Right. Uh, so, like, uh, and also, I, when I say I worked with a guy from Malta, I failed to remember his name before he left the company. So... Right. <laughs> Maybe it was a fever dream? And I had only seen the capital, what I believe is pronounced Valletta, but I don't know. I had only seen that in Civilization games. <laughs> right. So I knew it was Mediterranean, because I was pretty sure it was Roman. But I could not have told you where that was, or if it was a capital city, and did not think of it during this game. And uh, I just assumed that Liechtenstein was all one city. I also would have assumed that going in. Because <laughs> I yeah, think I was going so, through all the countries in my head and I was like, Liechtenstein? Nah, I have no idea. Probably just Liechtenstein City. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. We did three out of five, which three I three think I felt good about Vilnius. When I thought of that one, I was like, I think I just crushed it. I think I just knocked the fucking lid off of this game. Because that's, that's one better than be Riga. honest with you. I only remembered that because I've read The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> um, I don't even know I why I remember know which of the Baltic states it was in. I, don't, I couldn't either when I said it. I was like, I know it's not Latvia because that's Riga, but I don't know whether it's right. Lithuania or uh, fucking the, uh, Estonia. Estonia. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't have done any better in any other continent by the way. <laughs> I probably do better in Europe than in most of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I do think there was a time when I learned the capitals of all of the countries in South America. Probably. I don't... I, rem I don't. I remember Lima. That's <laughs> right. Like, uh, Is Bogota the capital of Colombia? Yeah, Maybe you, I remember two. You, yeah, you got that one. You know uh, Caracas. Uh, yeah, I probably knew Caracas deep, deep down inside. What about, like, uh, Buenos Aires? What? No. Is it Buenos Aires? Boy, if it's not, I don't know then. If okay. it's not Buenos Aires, it I might don't be know Buenos Aires. <laughs> Whatever. You know Brasilia. Just stop stop pretending. You know the South I know Brasilia. Okay. Uh that's a, a great manufactured capital city. Yeah, one of those fake the, ones. The ones they and built also, and said, Everyone move here. Also a model of plane that it was very popular. That's right. There you go. So I also prepared a game. Okay, let's do it real quick. It's going to be brief. Let's knock it out. Mm. And now, mm. stem by stem. 
You already understand what the game is. This is a name that tune game where I'm going to play one instrument from a song. I love this. It's a song that we both know, and I'm going to ask you to name that song. And you will get it by the end of this clip. It's just a question of how soon into it you get it. So I will grade your performance afterwards. And generally this is not going to be the instrument which for which the song is most well known sure this is something that i heard for the first time and i was like huh listen to that okay so i'm gonna play this clip and we're gonna see how deep into it it takes you to uh to guess the song uh this is a sam and dave song right this is what this is a sam and dave song no? Oh, wait, wait. Isn't it? Yeah, I need you to hear the song. Soul Man? That is Soul Man. Okay. Well, look, the, uh, we know, we've already talked about this recently. Those two songs are so similar in my head, I was like, wait, which one is it? I guess it is a little <laughs> tricky. Yeah. Uh, when I listened to that, this, that first part of that, I said to myself, this could be any Jackson 5 song. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was sure you were going to say, oh, that's... Um, <laughs> Barry Gordy wrote it. ABC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, because, okay, so in that era, in that genre, the guitar is... It's doing stuff, but it's not the star of the show. No. And, not, well, not in that... It's yeah, in jangling that away. In that, of that time. Yeah. It is a background player, for yeah. sure. Uh, so, yeah, that is Soul Man. And I had decided that, so you hit it right at the last cutoff, which was uh, when it plays the the little connecting mm-hmm. note that gets you back into the the next verse. Yeah. So I knew you'd get it at some point in there. If you had gotten it, if you had said Soul Man during the Jackson 5 part, that was going to be the top, top performance. I did know it was Sam and Dave. You knew it I, was, you said Sam I and Dave before remember. it got to the Soul Man part. I guess I sure. knew it, it wasn't... Um... Hold on, I'm coming because that has a different guitar sting to open it or whatever. Oh no, because yeah. I think. But that's not the. I didn't. I definitely did not play okay. the guitar sting okay. to uh, Soul Man because that's that's the only time when the guitar is playing basically alone. Right. So that wouldn't have been. So did uh, you find uh, isolated tracks on that, or did you did you jimmy it around in the uh, in one of the audio programs? So my plan was to play it. Oh, nice. But. It turns out I'm not Steve Cropper. Well, there you go. Because <clears throat> I spent about an hour and a half working on it on Saturday. And then I was just, you know what? Why don't I just take this MP3? Or why don't I just make an MP3 of this YouTube video of how to play Soul Man on the guitar? Which is what that is. Well, that's a good way to get back into playing the guitar if you haven't played in a while or something. It's a good project. And I, that was most of the problem was I had <laughs> not played it in a while. Right. Yeah, let me just play a little bit of Soul Man so you can hear it in context. <laughs> Yeah, if you'd played this, I would have... Well, I still in my head would have gone, wait, which one? Coming. I was so 
such a good song. This song is fucking hype. Uh, so uh, I'm sure we'll be playing this game again in the future when I hear some new part of a song for the okay. first time. I like that. But, and by the uh, way, the intro to that was great because that is that is exactly what Stevie Wonder does in every song. That is his drumming style. The oh, this is picking the, the stem for the superstition drum? That is the rhythm yeah. he uses every time. The, he is heavy on the cymbal. And it's just like, oh, I know what this. Every time you hear like, you can tell when Stevie Wonder is drumming. It's very obvious. Oh, yeah, there was no question that you were going to know. I mean, I'll just play it again just so you can hear it. Stand Stem by stem. And you get the, the whole song, the drumming, doesn't ever get much more complicated than that. But yeah. that is... The good thing uh, about the isolated tracks on Stevie Wonder songs is you realize, yes, he did play all the instruments. No, he was not great at all of them. Yeah, the that yeah, that's not impressive. It's better than me trying to play Soul Man on the guitar, but it's not uh it's not that good. Yeah. But when you've got eight uh keyboard, when you've got eight clavinet tracks uh-huh. on top of it, and then I think the horns he doesn't play in Superstition. Yeah, he doesn't the play the horns. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily always play every instrument, but he, he plays most of them. Well, it's like stuff you don't realize, too, is that uh, the bass in Superstition is a synth bass. It's not an electric bass at all. But it's one of, again, it's one of about 25 tracks. So you, it just, it yeah. all washes over you. All righty, cool. I think we did it. We did do it. I had a name game, but we can we can save it. Yeah, why not? I probably won't have a, a game next time we do this. Yeah. Uh, schedule notes. Yeah, next week I'm traveling, so it's another off week. So, uh, Ben, an extra week for you to do Star Trek stuff. And thank God an extra week for us to do Star Trek stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when we come back, we'll be doing week 55. Yeah. And if you're going to watch the episodes for week 55, watch Assignment Earth. Ugh. The Price. Oh. <laughs> Fascination. Don't know. Alter Ego. Don't know. And Rajin, which I think is a Moroccan dish. <laughs> well, that'll be good then. That's nice. We'll get to learn a little bit about the, some of the cultures of Earth and what they're doing in the 21st century. 22nd century. 22nd century? 22nd century. 22nd century. All right, everybody. Thanks for going on this journey with us. And again, we'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. Hey, here's a thought. Maybe that's why I don't know anything. <laughs> Because you weren't forced to memorize it because that wasn't what was cool. Hey, here's something weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything. 